Hello, hello. Hello. Hi, Kim. Hey, Mark, you okay? Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad, you. Good. You know, I, your voice is a little muffled. Okay, how do you fix this? Is that better? It's getting better. How about now? A little better. It's a little better. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's actually better. Right. That's, that's a lot better. Yeah. Whatever you okay. did. I don't know why I did something. You know, like adjust my mic too here. Yeah, I can hear you well. Okay, cool. Yeah, how's it going? Long time no see. I know. Yeah, not too bad. I mean, strangers two, three years ever, but yeah. Not... <laughs> <laughs> like, how's things with you? Good. I um I followed your Instagram like what after you left Japan. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that is so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. But um, where did you guys go after you left Japan? So after Japan, we went to Vietnam for a couple of months. And okay. Then, and then the States for a couple of months, and then the UK, and then China. Okay. Where did you go in uh, China? Shanghai. Shanghai? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that. seeing those those photos actually. Yeah. Like yeah, Shanghai's a cool place. Sweet. That's so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. So you you left Japan after us, right? Yeah. What what year did you guys leave again? I think it was like 2018. 2018? Yeah, I yeah. stayed for I stayed for another couple of years. I left. I tried to leave in i think like may it might have been earlier than that of 2020 <laughs> and of course that, that didn't happen Sounds ominous. uh yeah it was just like really really bad timing i had planned it in 2019 to leave oh yeah also it's like in the middle of covid yeah yeah so um it was it was fairly I don't even know a good word for it. Like crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's the word I always come back to, which is so overused, but it's just crazy times, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I have I gotta ask you, and you don't have to answer this. I don't know if it's private or anything, but what kind of uh visa are you on right now? You're in the States right now, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm on an after. Um, I don't know if you know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what no. that is. It's um, the US has like agreements with a few countries where it's a three year visa, but it's only for three months. Oh, okay. So, like three months, and then technically, I think you could just leave and come back the next day and use three months again, but. Obviously, you're going to make the, the eyebrows raise a bit if you do that. They're going to be like, "Why are you coming back so quickly?" You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's not been your month yet. I think it's been like three weeks. So probably stay the full three months. Cool. Okay. My yeah. girlfriend was doing that too. Something similar to that. I don't know if it was called that specifically, what? but she was on like a three month at a time kind of traveler's visa. Mm -hmm. um she did that a couple times and 
2020 and through 2021. So she's not from the States? No, she's from Japan. I think I met her after you guys had left, actually. Hisui. Okay. I don't think you ever met her. Oh, that's cool, though. So is she in the States now? No, she's back in Japan. But we're going through the whole uh, the fiancé visa process. Oh, that's amazing. So you're, you're engaged. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's really fucked up because we're, we're like officially engaged, but not officially engaged. Like I didn't pop the question to her. I was like, hey, want to fucking start this process so we can see each other again? <laughs> so I haven't like proposed to her yet, you know, in like a, a romantic way, but <laughs> I would like to do that at some point, but we have to get through this first the paperwork for her to come it's a nightmare it's so detailed <laughs> um, yeah we're actually in the same boat we're um mm, yeah the, the stage of doing the marriage visa okay happens. so we're actually maybe going to get married in the next month or two here whoa nice yeah in in wisconsin and then and then we've got a massive headache of um, I don't know. There's many words for it. I guess the old word is a green card, but yeah, <laughs> now and okay. it's still such a hassle. Like it's a year or two process, you know. Yeah, I know. That's um, what we're looking at too. I, I don't envy you guys, and I'm I feel your pain. <laughs> but yeah. that's what that's why I brought it up. I figured, you know, are you here for a little bit, or are you doing the the fiance visa process? Yeah, so, so congrats, guys. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah you too. I, I mean, I'm glad to hear that you're with someone and then serious, you know? Yeah, yeah. Is Tyler is Tyler there, by the way? He's in the house, yeah. He's... Oh, and I said hi if he comes in. They <laughs> said hey. Yeah, I'd love to talk to him at some point, too. I thought of you because yeah. I see your social media all the time, like your Instagram, but... Yeah, he's pretty bad with that kind of stuff. I am too. I don't. I don't post anything nowadays. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Where, like, you don't want to feel like you have to live your life for the people and show everything. Yeah. But at the same time, it's nice to look back on for yourself. But then you're like, am I posting this for me or am I being like, look what I did today? You know, I don't know. I I kind of hate it and love it at the same time. That's a good point. I've I've done that too, where I like I go back and look at my old Insta photos, and Facebook always reminds me of stuff from like years ago. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's kind of nice, I guess. That it. <laughs> yeah, I love it when they're like, "This is 15 years ago, and you were a child." And Facebook I know. <laughs> Our entire lives are online. <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> I'm not even on social media anymore. Like, really, I don't use it. But my parents now are are all over it. I'm like, guys, be careful. Yeah, mine's dangerous. <laughs> my dad's been hacked like three times. I don't know why he's clicking, but I'm always. <laughs> I just get friend requests from him every few months, and I'm like, what? Oh my god! And then I mentioned, like, oh, I've been hacked again. <laughs> oh no! It happened to like a couple of my older relatives too. I swear, I think they just click on anything, you know. I'm like, like guys, you can't. 
that ad with like the, the fake advertisement where they talk to you for an hour. Is it real? <laughs> yeah. They're like, Coke is real. It's sad. You're only 200 pounds. It's like, no. Yeah. Guys, it's, it's literally the same type of advertisement over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yeah, I know. I run to the sun. Run to three times. <laughs> so you mentioned before we came on that you were painting all day? Yeah. What the? Yeah, we're at the basement. <laughs> okay. You got a little studio down there? What, what kind of stuff do you paint? Also, we're actually with Irish folks. You okay. Know. Everything that's happened, we've been really displaced the last year or two. Um, oh, yeah, I feel I feel your pain. <laughs> we're with his folks, and they've been super sweet and, you know, given us a place to stay here for the time being. Um, so they have this huge basement, which is which is really cool, and they're going to sort of redo it. Nice. So I've painting the ceiling all day, um, which is fine. Good. <laughs> the first step. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not exciting, but it's gotta be done. Do you plan to like do you plan to sell some art or, or do some NFT stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> some point. I um yeah. I met an artist down in Florida who had a really like good first art show mm -hmm. recently. And it was it was just really cool that he made he was making money on like he said these pieces were really important to him so he was like selling his original pieces and whatnot but i don't know that's cool and cool i'm not yeah. an artist so i'm like always interested in people that, that can draw <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm i'm not great either so like i don't understand 3d moving it to 2d okay <laughs> like so my drawings and stuff are horrific yeah you know? mm. It looks like the stuff in nightmares, but you know, other people are really good, so that's fine. Original style, Kim's original style. Yeah, Kim's original nightmare style. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always, I always thought like, what the kind of stuff that we did together, like you, Tyler, Arthur, and me did in in Kyoto, mm -hmm. like our um. You know our escapades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you um? Could you run by that? Could you like tell the audience like what we would do together? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think now what, like a timeline or something. But yeah, you would. Kyoto well, is just a cool place. You live in Osaka, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Kyoto is definitely the more. I would say it has a lot more culture there, you know, mm -hmm. so we're just trying to do a lot more cultural stuff, I feel, in that kind of place. So we went to a few temples together, didn't we? I believe so, yeah. We, I'm pretty sure we did some day trips. Yeah. And then we... did you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, blur now. Um, did you do the, the long sword fighting? Yeah. I think yeah. I think Arthur and I have talked about this before on this podcast, yeah. but that was like it was so unique to do that with you guys. It was really really cool. Yeah, that was, that was I don't know. That's not something I anticipated doing there, and that was that was really cool. Um, yeah, 
like props to Arthur. He was he was great to um kind of show the the kind of Japan that I don't think I would have seen. Yeah. Had it met him. I'm not sure if you feel the same way. Like yeah, he just had a way of showing the more historic and the more kind of yeah, deep cultural parts of it. So that was fun. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What what was your highlight from Kyoto? Um, it, Arthur did a really good job of showing me some of the temples and about he was really nerdy about the history part, which I liked. <laughs> and uh we had been to a few shrines together. Like I think the one was like Fushimi Inari shrine. Yeah. Is that the one I should probably know this, but is that the one with all the um the Tori gates? Yeah, yeah. I, Did I get the name I'm, right. I think I think so. I I mean there's so many temples. I think there's like ten thousand temples in Kyoto. Yeah, but there's a I'm ridiculous sure. number. Yeah. Why did you so so you guys moved there for more of the history aspect originally? No, honestly, like I won't even pretend to say that. We hmm. just saw names on a on a map and it said Osaka, Kyoto, Tokyo. And oh like, yeah, like <laughs> I remember yeah, like ECC said that you can't 100% choose, I guess, like where you go. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You could like choose your first, second, third. And I know it's kind of ignorant, but I just, I just kind of went, oh, yeah, Kyoto sounds cool. Then I think Tokyo and then Osaka. Or, mm. and, and that's kind of been a theme really when I travel is. I'm much better at now, especially if it's a, like a holiday. But moving hmm. abroad has been a strange one for me because it, it always seems like it happens on a whim. Yeah. And it's like one of the punches and then I end up somewhere. And then hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm here now. Okay. Um, I think a lot of other people would spend like a year sort of traveling and looking into what the area is like and the food and so I'm just like nah I'll just go here sounds cool and then and then I get to love the place and yeah so that was the deal with Kyoto yeah 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 were you this is the same with Osaka or did you were you like super fast on going there oh no um it was way different so it was really fun to go to Kyoto and it was a lot more Zen, if I <laughs> then Osaka, I don't know, and a lot yeah. more naturey, nature like. Like yeah. there was, there were a lot more trees and, and paths through the city, which I really loved. Mm-hmm. Osaka was like we had the Osaka, the Dotonbori River, but it's like you can't go near the water because it's just like toxic. <laughs> it's like it's not a, you know, it's a city. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's funny. So, a lot of cool little places there, but Kyoto is so different. Yeah, yeah, I I love that though. You know, mm. country, I think people. I think the thing is, you think of a place and you just have images, and just like obviously it's not true, but every every country has different sections and different parts. However, it's split up, and it's also different 
in each region or each you know province whatever you want to call it or state in the u.s they're also different from each other yeah yeah i think it's always important to try and see as much as you can of a place when you're there yeah i i felt like i didn't travel enough in japan and i kind of wanted to until fucking covid hit <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of like stuck in osaka for six months but yeah and not to mention we have like two days off the year yeah i actually they shut down the schools during covid yeah. so i was completely out of work for like two months two and a half months yeah. and then mm-hmm. i got an online gig and that was like the end of my work in japan <laughs> oh that sucks yeah yeah did they really? did they help you at all or were they just like goodbye and then they just shut the door ecc did do like a compensation which was cool my other companies did not mm. so as much yeah. as we want to talk shit about ecc on this podcast they helped me out podcast of its own yeah <laughs> i'm appreciative can i ask like how how long did you and was it just you or you and tyler when you were traveling after japan like how long did you spend in each place okay. yeah yeah so like four months in Vietnam okay and then about two months in the States and then it was back to the UK for over a year mm. and then Shanghai was about nine months okay that's intense wow like I was gonna say all those time frames were pretty intense but yeah I mean Shanghai was cut short because of COVID ah uh, yeah we actually came home because of the bereavement and we just were trying to come home for like three weeks we had mm. a return flight and it was it was really crazy like when i was back in the uk we were due to fly back and china just shut its borders everywhere. yeah and we had residency there so wow. we were like oh, fine and they were like no if you're out of the country you're out like yeah yeah a lot of places did that i guess yeah and that's almost two years ago wow so all that in China my you know all of our clothes Last oh time, no I was gonna say like did you so what happened to your stuff yeah so a, a friend is looking after our stuff and okay we actually and another friend is looking after our cat oh man that's so sad I I, I know like they it's so strange because like I said we only we only had them for nine months and she's had them for two years now so yeah like her cats now you know like if you <laughs> go, like give our cats back she's gonna be like no I know that's like, crazy though that's so sad I'm sorry that I had no clue I thought you guys like had left there and you were done traveling or something for a while <laughs> I don't know no we we've definitely been trying to get back to side I think three or four times and each time was really promising. We'd be going new job. They were like, we can give you this special visa to come back. Yeah. Which is a real um and then it just ends up falling through. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just really sucks. It, it does really suck because it's not just the things. Like I absolutely love China and I love the job. Yeah. We were in the garden, which was just so nice. You know, like ECC was was good it was hectic you know and every 
you you had a different class every hour you yeah. know what I mean but the kindergarten you had your own class you saw every day all day every day and they were like little babies you know like three four years old so yeah, yeah it's a shame it's been really I mean everybody's been through it I mean it's, it's just it's the way it is yeah I feel you guys I I taught a two-year-old class for my last year and that got cut short like a couple like a month basically before we were supposed to finish up for the year and it was like not getting to say goodbye to those kids fucking tore me apart <laughs> for a while it's really God. sad I'm looking at photos like I'm so lame you know <laughs> I'd probably yeah. be arrested just being out somewhere just like crying or like these children like oh yeah I just didn't even get to say goodbye you know yeah I never thought I would enjoy teaching so much but you get attached to people so uh was that have you always wanted to teach no I never I never ever wanted to teach how about you (laughs) (laughs) it's a good way of uh, living abroad but no I'm saying I I love it when I'm doing it you know it's not my calling but it's Mm. I'm not one of those teachers that walk in and do the bare minimum and just collect some money, you know. I I I, I enjoy it enough. Yeah, yeah, sure. To do is the real, you know, when you come back home, that's not my my real life job. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm I'm like struggling with that kind of now. I'm like I I didn't think I would like teaching so much that it's almost hard to come back home and start working like a normal kind of job again. Yeah. What what are you doing now? I'm um I'm I'm drafting for a fam for my family's business. Oh cool. We help drop buildings and stuff. Oh wow. That's a, um, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it can be technical. So it's like my artsy side. Or, or lack thereof <laughs> I don't really need it yeah so it's okay it's um it's I good work know. but like there's a lack of talking to people uh yeah that I miss yeah I feel like that's gotta be a global problem right now where like people yeah have to, have to speak for the people I have hmm yeah, just being like the same faces every day, and then because you're all having the same day, you just don't talk so much. Yeah, it is. It is weird. That's totally a, a reality. I think for like, I don't know, for me at least. <laughs> um, and it's like a stark contrast from teaching, where you're in front of a ton of people every day. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to be on it all day. Yeah. It gets that like social crave out of the way though. Like you get your socialization in. Yeah, almost too much. You go home and you have to just not make an expression on your face for two hours yeah. because you have to like do nothing because you're exhausted. Oh, I agree. But like my job now, if I try to go out and talk to people, my brain is so like in introverted mode that I, I literally like can't talk to people for maybe a couple hours after I've done working. <laughs> uh, I have yeah. to, I don't know, like refresh myself, I guess. Yeah. 
the so, lack of social contact <laughs> every day. People are coffee, so beers, coffee face, and then hopefully. <laughs> yep. So do you guys know, like, if, if you tried to go back to China, like, I had heard they stopped English teaching in mm. some capacity and like in like a private teaching kind of capacity there but I wasn't sure the extent of that do you guys know anything about that I do not know the extent no um yeah I hear mm. the same thing that they're sort of clamping down and making it more um government run schools rather than private sort of teaching and, and we typically go for private because mm. there's room for negotiation there and you're not to a government curriculum like curriculum which sounds like it's rogue but it's, I wouldn't say it's rogue there's just more room to breathe yeah uh, yeah no I heard the same and I I don't know yeah mm, okay did you guys plan to try to go back there if you can in the next in the coming years um I think we might give it just one more shot mm. yeah uh, yeah it breaks my heart, really, but if, if, if it's a no again, then I think we just have to come to the point where we have to just get a moving company to send our stuff back. And, you know, with the cats, you know, you to offer them to the friends or find new owners for them. Yeah. Um, I also just miss the life, I'd say, you know, it's similar to Japan where hmm. just different, you know, it's exotic in a way. I don't know if you feel like that. Yeah, I I felt like that for a time in Japan. But what I really liked about Japan was like how at home I felt after a year. Oh yeah. I felt yeah. really. I was like vibing really good in Japan <laughs> for a while. Yeah, but, um, I just feel people make you feel at home, don't they? So yeah, I don't know. I feel like Eastern, just the East has. I don't like I'm from the UK and I find people are quite cold and you know there's no reason to speak to people unless you have a good reason to mm. but when I live in Asia you meet new people every day yeah and there's no good reason to meet them you know you're not like in a meeting or something you just get speaking to people and I like that yeah I, I like that too honestly do you think it's is it because we're foreigners and it's like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I say so. Yeah, and then even like foreigners with other foreigners, yeah. Like, hey, what's your story? You know, and then yeah, or, yeah. That's a huge other part of it. What was your what was the expat community like in China? In China? Yeah, it's really strong actually. Like there's mm. um. Again, similar to Japan, I think there's okay. circles where, how do I say this? Like, there's circles in different cities or different parts of cities where you end up knowing people who know people. Okay. Pretty cool because there's thousands of expats there. So you end up sort of in a circle where you're like, oh, yeah, I also know this person. But it's also so many people there that you can constantly meet new expats mm. so I'm trying to say but yeah I think people are very nice there they're not 
if they see you, people usually got their way and say hello. I guess just in case you're new there and they want to kind yeah. of make sure I'm okay. Okay. Which I really appreciate. Um, I don't know. Was the kind of that? Would you say? As far as the expat community. Yeah, like people like going out of their own way to, I don't know, and say hello and kind of introduce themselves. I was there was like two types of of foreigners in Japan. And one was like a very friendly type of foreigner, and the other was kind of like a I'm more Japanese than you type of foreigner. <laughs> that was my opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I called them the animes. <laughs> like, they didn't have to like anime, but it was like, <laughs> in the importance of Japan, you know? Like, can, can we've talked about this on basically every episode so far of like. I'm sorry, anime fans, like the anime people <laughs> that are like, their expectations are totally, I don't know, maybe not realistic. <laughs> yeah, and they, they think they speak Japanese because they quote anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they probably spoke more than me, but yeah. It's, hey, I mean, totally... I've heard weird things with that. Like, yeah, someone said something really disrespectful because it was, it was like anime language almost. It was weird. <laughs> like I would, I would hear things like that from my Japanese coworkers. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's definitely a divide in people, I would say. Um, yeah. Like really quirky people in Japan too, you know, like not just anime, but what's kind of other things you get? Like it is mainly anime, but there was like I don't know that I don't say it like you can just tell that they watch like Japanese shows and they do their makeup Japanese and mm. or they dress like you know in the Japanese style and and yet they're just from I don't know like Manchester or Georgia or something and you just think like how did that happen you know yeah to be fair like I would I would dress up in like the the festival clothes sometimes i liked it oh, i didn't oh, do it to like show off though i did it just to like join in <clears throat> oh 100 no i i did that that was that was actually amazing i loved that yeah but i mean like the um well obviously the makeup i'm talking about the, the women mm. or the girls doing like the the really pink eyes and the big sort of eyelashes like the doll look you know and the small yeah and they just moved to Japan, and you're like, oh, you came here just, you know, you love the culture and stuff, which is amazing. But yeah, it was, it was just strange because I, I don't know many people like that before I went there. Okay. I actually, I, I know what you're talking about better now. Like, I didn't get it from the, the girl perspective where maybe the, like, they're trying to be like the girls in Japan. Because yeah. it is a maybe a more unique look where it's more like more done up, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah. Mm. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. I learned after years of living there, like how how much uh how manicured the guys will, will get, like Japanese guys. Oh yeah. I always found that very like weird, <laughs> I guess to me. <laughs> When you say like groomed, like groomed, yeah. But even to the point of like, 
laser hair removing facial hair. Oh, yeah. So they never have to shave. Like, I knew a guy that did that. And I was like, why would you do that? Your facial hair. <laughs> yeah. I, but, I think it's, <sighs> I think a lot of them, they're saying like Korean beauty standards kind of infiltrate, mm. you know, other places in Asia now. So like in Korea, it's, there's so many much stuff going on with the beauty world like all grooming men and mm. like i imagine that's something that's probably newer you know and the guys are like yeah i'm gonna do that you know and 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 look super the clean cut and yeah yeah the korean stuff is insanely popular in japan was it in yeah. china and vietnam too did you know that yeah i, I kind of about vietnam but china mm. yeah oh yeah all my co-workers would watch the K dramas, the Korean oh my dramas, God. <laughs> and, and and you can definitely tell that aesthetic is kind of moving to China, like the haircuts and the the sort of mm. cutesy, you know, that cutesy style. I feel like right now, like Korea is probably the sort of how do I say like front and center of Asia in terms of what's going on there. Yeah. And like they're like everybody's looking at K-pop, looking at Korean dramas and Korean actors. That's that's kind of really big at the moment. Yeah. So please please teach me. <laughs> like uh <laughs> in, yeah. in China, can you watch like outside shows without having a VPN or would people use a VPN? Like how, cause I'm under the impression that you would need a VPN for any, any like kind of foreign TV, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You can't okay. use, you can't use Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think I honestly don't remember everything, but maybe Twitter okay. and then like TV shows you can't watch without a VPN. It's just mm. vital. Day. like you have to sort it before you arrive mm. otherwise I cut off like you're yeah you're cut off from the rest of the world how um, the fuck does that work <laughs> when like you just I, get there that seems so crazy yeah I know I know like I think I think you have to do it before you go because obviously if you're trying to download a VPN in China it's really hard really? because they're blocking right but if you have a VPN installed and then you get in, you turn it on. <laughs> okay. Then it's easier. So yeah, it, cool. it is really, yeah. If you, I mean, got, like, is there any risk of getting caught? I, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I think the big thing in China is don't be a loud voice. Yeah. I think you can do a lot or can't do a lot but you can you can get away with a lot as long as you're not sort of broadcasting it on the balcony you know so okay. you have to be just fair and, and be respectful of people but if you do that you can do a lot i would say okay hmm. yeah. there's a lot i don't know about china and i don't know <laughs> yeah have you been to china no, no, never. I've actually, I've never been to any other country in Asia. And I've meant to, just not yet. 
<laughs> I still plan to. Yeah. But. So is your plan to go back to Japan at any point? Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to go back last year and this year, but it just hasn't worked out with the, um, the, the border opening yet. It's still closed. Apparently, yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm trying to get back before my fiance comes back because when the uh, the green card process starts, apparently she's not supposed to leave the United States. Yeah, I mean, I was just looking into that, and I I don't understand it. Yeah, for a while, I am so fucking pissed off at the government, but I know that other governments do this. So I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> Like it really, really makes me mad. You feel like you just jump, you have to jump through, as an expat or being in relationship with one, you have to jump through so many political hoops all the time. And I think people yeah. don't see, they just think, oh, how cool, you're in another country or you, you're dating someone from another country. But it's, that, that's mostly it. But there's a big portion of it that's jumping through hoops and, and tearing your hair out because can't get a visa or you're you know can't get a job like i can't work here in the u.s yeah yeah um, and tyler can't work in the uk so when we're in each other's countries we have to live off one salary that's, that's crazy really yeah so that's why we lived abroad a lot but yeah you know, both earn money and people don't see that or they don't think about that but it's, it's just the reality of um of being with someone who doesn't have the same sort of, you know, citizenship as you, I guess, or the same residency or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I never, like, I never really thought of it myself. I was focused more on my relationship than all yeah. the, the, I didn't realize there were so many rules about trying to date someone, <laughs> you know, or marry someone. <laughs> That happens yeah. to be from a different uh, place. Yeah, there oh. should be one. Like, called, so you're screwed. What's the next? You know? And then it's like, there was a tip. <laughs> yeah. So, we, I mean, you guys totally know what it's like. Um, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions around expatting. But that's a, it's just a really painful one <laughs> when it's your relationship. <laughs> Yeah, what were you referring to? Um, like other misconceptions. Mm. Um, I would always get from friends back home. They'd be like, "Oh, you're in on vacation in Tokyo. That's so cool." I was like, <laughs> "I'm not in Tokyo." <laughs> yeah, my favorite. I, I work full time. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, my favorite is they always get the country wrong. So I'll be living somewhere for months and months, mm. like. I was in China. Yeah. People would teach me and say, How's Tokyo? How's Oh my God. I'm the same in... country. Yeah, they would message me and be like, How's Beijing? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Why do people do that? Is it like a, they're trying to like pretend they know more and it's like a wild guess or why do why do we do that? I I just think like I don't think you I don't know about you, but I, I don't have many friends or family that travel. Okay. Like, side of the world, like they when they go on holiday, they go to the beach. They go yeah, uh, same same here mostly. 
yeah, like when it goes somewhere where it's hot weather and it's, you know, just in hotel, like, I would say going to a country like Japan or China or especially now in the summer, kind of like, that would be kind of niche, I would say, at least for the people that I generally know. That's hmm. a bit more niche. See, my... My um, interpretation of Europeans and, and English people is that you guys all travel all the time. Everyone travels besides Americans. <laughs> like everybody, 100% of the population. <laughs> yeah, because everyone, the children, 90 year olds. Um, I'd say definitely more than Americans because I've met so many people and they're like, yeah, I've never left this state. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's just enough to do in a certain state. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like don't have a passport I'm like what yeah I, I don't think a passport's very common um, yeah that's one yeah like hmm <laughs> yeah I didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing I thought you have to have a passport but obviously not mm, okay but then yeah I, I met a few people especially like Tyler's family he has a big family Okay. And I think he has like 200 cousins. Wow. Yeah. And it, they're from a, a small place in Ohio. Like, okay. Uh, you know, not, not a big city. And a lot of them, you know, kind of have, have lived there for a few generations, you know, like family, generational. And yeah, a few of them haven't left the state or wow. even really much of that area. Like, they don't even go to the main cities there and stuff. Mm. So that's quite wild to me. But then I I think something that they do is crazy amazing. You know, like they have their own like cornfields and stuff and they have a beautiful place where they have, you know, a porch where they can watch, you know, like the sunrise every day. And, and that's really cool. And I guess why would you want to leave that if you're happy, you know? yeah 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 i always felt that way like when i would meet japanese people from the countryside that like had never ever left their hometown and were like lifetime farmers there i'm assuming yeah. but they're like oh i've never seen a foreigner here before like what's your story oh my god and i was like these yeah. people are just salt of the earth you know like americans back home so when i yeah. you know I, I can't think bad about these people because they're they're working hard and they're like providing for, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Like you've said as a salt of the earth, you know, they're just, they're awesome people. They're not like, it's not like narrow-mindedness that they don't want to leave. They just, they have a good life, you know, and they, they're happy. And yeah. they, they enjoy in more simplistic sort of living you know like the simple things like you know I, I think it depends where you live right like yeah. my hometown is a really small village um but it's not like a cutesy place that everyone's best friends and it's, it's, it's quite a rough area I would say it's just a lot mm. of like unemployment and you know there's lots of death there I wouldn't say it's a really bad place I'm probably looking at it terrible but Mm. I just you know you, you kind of have an attitude when you grow up and, and I think that depends where you grow up 
Yeah, I I would agree. I, I think I was pretty lucky, like to grow up in the suburbs, basically. <laughs> wait, 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 where are you from? I'm from uh, Buffalo, New York. You are from New York. Yeah, and I'm back living there now. But yeah, I knew I knew you were in New York. I just I don't know why in my head nobody is from New York. <laughs> you moved to New York. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, it's it's Buffalo, so it's on the other side of the state from New York City. It's as far away from New York City as you can get. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's near Ohio. We're like the next state over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or the, you know, like our city's near Ohio, too. <laughs> oh. um, it's also like right next to Canada. It's kind of a cool area. Do you, do you go to Canada much, or have you been... You used to be able to go without a problem. There, like there was no border issue, and mm-hmm. then they made it so you needed a passport to get over. Which yeah. fucking nobody has a passport. <laughs> we just we stopped <laughs> going for a long time. Like my my family and I, we would go to uh, like the the Canadian Niagara Falls, which is really cool, and mm-hmm. uh, these four degree racetracks, like the horse racetracks. Oh yeah. And they would go, there was like a, a theme park called Cedar Point when they were kids. It was apparently really popular. Not Cedar Wait, Point. No, that's Ohio shit. I was going to say that's Ohio. <laughs> Sorry, Crystal Beach is what I'm thinking of. Um, <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Gonna say, <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I got mixed up there. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot to do there. It's just they made it harder to get over there like when I went to interview for ECC they were like really like drilling me at the border like what what am I doing here what do you mean you're applying for a job you had to go to Canada for the interview yeah it was the closest um city uh, yeah, yeah. Toronto that would do interviews oh so they were like I don't know just like tearing you apart at the border yeah, <laughs> like I'm just coming. Like, <laughs> is it a big deal? That's where I met Tyler actually too. Is at that interview? Oh yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I was um, thinking hmm. you that in Japan, but you didn't use that. Yeah, I. It blew my mind when I when I met you guys in Kyoto because I didn't expect to see him again. I, I guess unless we got paired in the same city, but yeah. Um, I think. Only it was like me, him, and one other person got hired from that group, and there was well, like maybe over six people that interviewed at a time. It's like six or seven in one yeah. no show, I remember. But oh, so yeah, I, I remember one person from my uh, there was one person from my interview that I met again in Japan. Okay. You know, and- Where did you interview? In London. Okay. Yeah, in London. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just remember it being quite formal with suits and ties, and which I, it was a normal thing to be, I guess. Um, mm. I honestly don't really remember much of it. I just, yeah. Mm. Okay. It was. Do you remember much of that? I'm sorry, could you say that again? 
can you remember much of the interview? Oh, do I remember much? Um, yeah, I I kind of remember a lot of it actually. <laughs> but it was it was also because that like it was such a crazy couple of days. I think it stuck with me. Oh yeah. Like I yeah. couldn't get into my Airbnb in Toronto because my phone service didn't work because I was like a couple miles over the border, which is just oh. stupid to me. It's like, it blows my mind that it's not connected. <laughs> but, so I had to like yeah. find another hotel room. Oh man, yeah, that's, how, how do they monitor that? Like that signal to stop at that I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day, like on the plane. Yeah. If you could get on the plane, like at what point would it switch over to mm. to another country? You know. Yeah. Um, mm. Because you can get those like dual SIM cards, you know. And we were just like, I wonder if it'd be like at the exact border or just you know, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard of that, and that would be really convenient. But yeah, I've never done anything like that in terms of like before going over to another country so mm -hmm. it's always been a pain in the butt trying to <laughs> yeah. and it's weird like if you're on the great lakes anywhere like lake erie specifically we're so close to canada that we'll get the roaming signal and your phone won't work yeah that's wild it's like i'm still in the states <laughs> so uh, is erie the closest one to you yeah well yeah Buffalo is right on Lake Erie and Ohio is on Lake Erie. Yeah. I guess we're right by um, Lake Michigan right now. Okay. I want to look that up on the map because I get my geography mixed up sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, I wouldn't even pretend to know where things are, but um, yeah. Yeah, Michigan, Lake Michigan. I like I should know this though, but I just don't. <laughs> Where's like Michigan? Okay, like Michigan is right. Is that one? Yeah. The <laughs> the eggplant. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. How is Wisconsin right now? By the way, like it's cold as shit in Buffalo. Um, it is unreal. Like yeah. Ah, uh, it's just freezing. Like it's it's so cold. I I love snow. So I'm super excited to come out. Yeah, okay. The snow. I haven't even touched the snow. I'm freezing cold. Oh, <laughs> uh, is it snowy there now? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. not. It's not crazy. I think there's maybe like a foot. Okay. I know they've had snow in Ohio. Um, mm. I, I like. I love snow. I love to like go sledding and just like come to the snow, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I haven't done. It's just so cold. And I just didn't bring the right clothes. Oh no! All things I was like, yeah, I want to look cool. I'm gonna take jeans and a nice blouse, you know. And then I got here and I was like, oh shit, no. Sort of for you know, like I don't know the kind of stuff dads wear, you know, like really big padded coats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hisui came very prepared when she came to Buffalo. Uh, yeah. It, because she was going to be her for the for the winter in 2021 and 2020 and uh she was like blown away by how cold it was 
compared yeah. to Osaka. Yeah, it does. It does get pretty cold there too, mine, doesn't it? I, I mean, not not super cold, but it definitely um wasn't pleasant. I would say, you know, you wouldn't hang outside. Yeah, it was weird for me because it was like, oh, there's no snow. It's summer yeah. all year round here, but it they do. It is, you know, they get winter. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like so hot for me. I remember that first year. I would just sweat constantly. Yeah, it was it was a hundred percent humidity there. Yeah, so like, I um I couldn't get used to that really. No, I mean it's just wet, <laughs> you know, like the sweat just didn't evaporate. So, and then like especially when you were working because you had to teach in formal wear, you know, like yeah, which I never had to do another job. So that was quite intense when you're sweating, you know, you're literally melting. Yeah, that's it's an interesting thing about America because we've gone full like business casual or like polo shirts. Like there's not too many jobs that require dress clothes nowadays in the yeah, States. But yeah, like even like CEOs and stuff, they kind of rock in with Levi's and a polo. Yeah, what the heck? Like you would never see that in Japan ever. Like <laughs> I mean even even like the lowest ranking person in the office has to wear like a three piece suit essentially, you know. Yeah. It what was it like in China? Yeah, it's it's really relaxed. I mean you can Okay. Whatever you want, as long as it's not inappropriate, you know, and sure. Appropriate just nothing too short or too revealing or you know, graphic images or something. Okay, okay. Yeah. That not is, the is, same kind of work culture or like dress culture, I would say. No, I, and Vietnam too, because I fought there and mm. again, it's just, you know, casual. I would say casual was, was the vibe, but not, okay. you know. Can I ask, where did you guys go in Vietnam? So Ho Chi Minh, we were based. Okay. Yeah, it was really an interesting time. Yeah, that's so cool. I've, I want to go to Vietnam at some point. Yeah, I think. Any recommendations or? Recommendations. <laughs> um, well, yeah, definitely. Ho Chi Minh um, is a cool place. Okay. You know they, the, um, if you go kind of south there, they have the sort um, Coochie tunnels, which is you know like the Vietnam War and everything. That kind of stuff, and they have, um, you know, different islands there you can go off to. Okay. Never really go to Hoi An, which is supposed to be beautiful, and um, you know, there's like some central parts there that are supposed to be really nice. Mm. But we we were only there for four months, and we were working, you know. So okay, it's not kind of the same as traveling, is it? Really, like you know in japan as much as you probably love to like go off somewhere yeah you've got you've got a schedule you know yeah <laughs> did you guys have a like a four-month contract or were you just working kind of week by week or what was your setup like there yeah it was, it was actually a year contract but we had to break the mm. contract it wasn't just us though that the school was actually downsizing so they 
they offer it to everybody. Oh, so wow. Okay. Leave, there's no, you, you don't get penalized in any way. Um, okay. Yeah, so it just kind of worked out for us at that time. And we didn't, we actually really wanted to stay. Um, yeah. We absolutely loved it there. It wasn't like, yeah, it was going, you know. Mm. We wanted to stay. This wife stuff again. We yeah. hadn't been home because we went there straight from Japan, so we hadn't been home for like eighteen months. Okay, yeah, it gets um, tough after a while. Yeah, it was just itching to see family, you know, and, and kind of catch up with them. So yeah, I definitely recommend Vietnam if you can go. 100%. Mm. What What would you say is like a key difference between Vietnam and Japan? I would probably say um, so Vietnam is, is kind of rebuilding. It, it mm. seems to really, you know, like they lost a lot and it's quite poverty stricken there, I would say. Okay. Especially in Ho Chi. So okay. it's not manicured at all. Like Japan is so visually aesthetic. Mm. You know, I feel like everything just looks so beautiful and everything's designed. And it's you know it's modern or, or historic and really manicured, um, and then Vietnam is kind of like you you would look at it and think, oh wow, there's a lot going on, like all this needs to be repaired, and mm. so in the aesthetic way of the city, like the way the city looks, Japan is much more polished, you know. Okay. But I wouldn't sort of take that. As um, how do you say that? Like that's not an indicator of your experience, then. So your experience is no lesser in Vietnam. It, it's an amazing place. Yeah. But okay. First look, you're like, oh, this there's a lot going on, and it looks a bit scruffy, you know. It, it needs a lot of work, but um, it's it's an amazing place. Yeah, I don't mind that. I. I kind of feel like Buffalo is like the same way. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> it needs <laughs> it needs some work, <laughs> but um, that's a that's a, a cool point. I think because it I could imagine it being very like a stark difference just going from one country to another, like very far away like that. But mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in in Japan, like when I went to Hiroshima to the city. It seemed like when I arrived there, it seemed exactly like Osaka, like Okayama, like in the middle, like several other cities. Like this, the cities almost look really, really similar. Yeah. Mostly. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I have to agree. I don't Kyoto, agree. Kyoto was pretty different. So you guys are lucky there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd say Kyoto and Tokyo stood out, and then pretty much the other cities, like, yeah, they, they have parks, they have buildings, they have restaurants. I mean, you know, I mean, you could be placed in one, and you'd be like, yeah, I don't know, it could be any yeah. of these places. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's only a service level thing. The, the people are really different, obviously, from city to city. Yeah, probably. 
I mean, did you did you get to travel much to different cities in Japan? I I went as far as um like Lake Biwa, so yeah. a, a little bit above Kyoto in uh, Shiga Prefecture. Mm-hmm. I uh, I did like a Airbnb stay up there and got oh, to nice. see a, a little ski mountain. It was really cool. And then I've kind of been several places in in like Kansai. And then the Shikoku is that island like right below us. Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever been to Shikoku. I've been to Awaji. Awajishima. It's like the the one right below kind of Kobe. That's right. And then out to Hiroshima and uh, Okayama. So pretty bored, you know. Somewhat. I, I felt like I didn't travel a lot, but and then out to Mie too, actually, in Wakayama. Yeah, you know, oh. you think places. I don't know. I'm looking at the map right now, just same places I've been. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you guys? Like, where where did you go in Japan? Um, good question. Um, yeah, we also did Hiroshima. Um, of course, like our area, Kansai. We did yeah. make it to Tokyo. Uh, we also went to Kobe, Lekiwa. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I cannot remember if you went to Awaji. Um, mm. I kind of forgot that place until you just said it. And I'm like, is that Kobe? Or did I just know the word? They're famous uh, for onions. Oh. If you remember. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they take their onions very seriously. <laughs> I didn't know that. But I don't remember this onion place, so I, I don't really know. Don't it's know. like all over the island. There's like, hey, get an onion. <laughs> hey. I have an onion. Did you get them? Yeah, I've had them. They're, they're really good. They're very, very sweet. Well, at least they're good. Like, it'd be really bad if they were like terrible. You so, know, so. They were they're just, <laughs> that's all yeah. they had going for them. <laughs> Go try this. It's not the best if I, you know, but they, they're so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you get, did you say that you were in Tokyo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I twice. Hmm. What'd you think? Um. Yeah, crazy, crazy place. Um, yeah. Did you go? No, I guess you didn't go to Tokyo. I no, I've never been there besides like the airport and that's it <laughs> yeah yeah um it was it was both overwhelming and underwhelming at the same time i would say okay because i heard so much about it and i think that's always a problem when people tell you stuff yeah you, um so i was expecting like everything to be i don't know like crazy robot cafes like robot, <laughs> robot city, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think. Oh, okay. That's like that's the the anime dilemma. Yeah. It's like you get to Japan and it's you know. That's exactly it. Like everyone was like, "Oh, you're crazy," you know, automated and stuff. So I, I was expecting like, you know, a TV show, or like a movie, you know, just everything is 
I lost it. Like, I don't know, like, okay. We just like everything. But it was in a way, because I did go to some places that were really interesting, like in terms of being futuristic and modern. Mm. And there's, there's so much going on there, I would say. There's, there's a lot of noise, you know, it's a big city, there's a lot going on. There's so many quirky places to go. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I kind of say overwhelming and underwhelming. I think if you don't know much about it or you don't hear much about it, it's, it's going to be like, it'll blow your mind, you know? Yeah. But everybody knows about Tokyo. So it's hard to not kind of really build it up in your mind. Yeah, that's an interesting take on it. I never yeah. felt a need to go there, really, because I felt like I was trying to stay true to my homeboy, Osaka, and they, they have, like, a beef, <laughs> I guess. They have a beef? Yeah, Osaka and Tokyo have a beef. What's the beef? I don't know. It's like, we're you think you're so good, Tokyo? Like, we're the fun city. But Tokyo's like, well, you're just, you know... Fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Definitely like the uh, cool uncle. Yeah. Makes sense, you know. Kyoto's like the beautiful old grandmother with a rich history, you know. Yeah. And Tokyo, the dad who has too many gadgets. And some of them are cool, but some of them are useless. Say again? I'm sorry. <laughs> Tokyo is like the dad. You know, that like five too many. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is a family dynamic. I mean, that's how I kind of see it. Yeah, I think you could, I think you could label it like that. Like they're very, yeah. they're very, um, about their city. I, I think everywhere is kind of like that. Buffalo's really like that. It's like we're Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. F New York is- City. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna say who have they got beef with first New York City. New York City. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we um we saw the passage play the other day. And I guess that's Wisconsin team, you know. Could you say that again? Yeah. What did you see the other day? The Packers, you know, the football. Oh, team. oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been super up on football, so I'm like, the the what? The Packers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you see them live? No, no. I mean, hmm. I don't know if you know this, but they play in a stadium with no roof, no oh. people. So, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like, crowd is, is basically frozen watching. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of the northern states do that. I think it's to have like a, an advantage over the the warmer yeah. states. Yeah, they were like on the TV that day saying, "It's a shame it's not colder here today." We were really <laughs> hoping, you know, sub zero. It's like it's freezing. People go. Like, People go watch. Yeah. Have you been to a game at all yet? Um, no, I. I mm-hmm. No, I think the baseball, but not football. Okay. Yeah. The football games are fun. They're they're pretty wild. If you can get to one, I would, I recommend. Highly recommend. Yeah. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a negative one out of ten. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Depends yeah, how early you start 
party. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I've seen baseball, like I've seen a basketball game years okay. ago, like Smith. I've never been to one. What did you think about it? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I don't feel like you have to know a sport or support a team to enjoy it. It's just everybody kind of in the same room, you know, all going crazy. I think that's great. Yeah. 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 I I like that about traveling and like not having like a, a stake in the team. You're just enjoying the sport. Enjoying yeah. your time there. <laughs> something in japan like a game say again i'm sorry did you see a game in japan oh um i got to go to a couple of different sporting events one was the the baseball yeah i've been to the uh oh where is it what was it called it, it was the hanshin tigers i think it was the hanshin yeah. stadium i went there too that was Oh amazing. yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah. It's a little different than like American style baseball, but yeah, they were like um, every player had their own song. I guess yeah. <laughs> that, that was cool. It was very goofy. Like some of them were like very silly. I thought I don't know. Yeah, like one guy had um, Ariana Grande, dangerous. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. awesome, though. Yeah, it was cool. What a baller. <laughs> yeah. You guys saw the balloon let off, right? Yeah, that was that was my favorite part. Yeah, so at the, at the end of a baseball game, correct me if I'm wrong, it's like at a certain inning and then at the ninth inning, everybody has these big, long blow-up balloons, and they'll, they'll blow them up, and then they let them go, at the certain inning and there's like however many thousands of balloons going fucking crazy all over the stadium and a lot of like a lot of them from the upper seats will will blow out of the stadium and be all over the fucking parking lot like when you leave (laughs) yeah it was wild like and i didn't know as well i don't know if you knew what was going on but i didn't i was just given a balloon you know and then everyone's blowing them up Uh. That's funny. Like, oh, and then it's just oh it looks so cool though, you know, just thousands of things kind of yeah, yeah, it was cool. It's like something so simple, but on a, such a big scale. My friend yeah. told me what was going on. So I kind I was yeah. like, I was pretty pumped for it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad actually no one told me because I would have just been like, wait, did we blow him up now? And they'd be like, no, no. Now? No. You know, I'd be like, Ask them every second. Yeah, like who who did you guys go with? Um, it was it was other teachers from EC2. Oh, um, okay. I think we'd only been there like I want to say a few months, maybe two or three, maybe four months in. So okay. it was learning the ropes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was fun. That is cool. I, I felt like it took me a long time to start doing stuff like that. Yeah. Like I was really afraid the first few months of being overseas. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, uh, like yeah. Being away from home. So you came, you ran over there alone. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I think it's that, I mean, I, I've moved away before on my own and I've moved away with a partner and yeah. it's really different. It is really yeah. different. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. But I loved you on my own as well. I really did. But it's, it's nerve wracking, isn't it? Because you have to, oh, yeah. you have to make friends. It's, it's really hard. Yeah, I think it's a good learning experience for anybody. Like, I think everyone should should do it. It's like back to where, you know, people have never left their hometown, but I I wish everybody had the opportunity to, to go somewhere far away. It's a really cool uh, learning experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just taught you how to adapt. It's, it's sink or swim, really, isn't it? And yeah. I think some people do kind of think I, I know people definitely who have um like I've definitely met people who either have left or they find the experience quite miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just they're holding themselves back or they don't have the confidence to to really sort of soak everything in. Yeah. Um, that's always sad as well when that happens. Like I've definitely seen people leave countries sort of prematurely. Yeah. And it's a bad experience, and you're like, oh no way! Like, and and you're having a good one, and you just think, how did it go so differently for them? Yeah, I've seen that online a lot. There's a lot of people that will post like a post post mortem of whatever country they came from. Oh yeah. And. uh from what I've like kind of figured out, it seems like it's all based on luck. Like if they get kind of a a place out in the country, let's say that they're not really used to, it'll be a lot harder than coming to maybe a big city that's more foreigner friendly. Yeah. So I could yeah. I could totally understand that. Well, my first experience being expat was I lived in China. Two mm. years before Japan. Okay. And I'm out there on my own. And um, I was exactly that in a really small city. Okay. Um, and people they hadn't seen foreigners before. Like yeah. people used to from <laughs> from, and they called me ghost in Chinese. What the fuck? I, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like oh, at the time, I like blonde, long hair, and I was really pale. <laughs> So you'd like I'm, walk around the streets at night and just scare people without trying to? <laughs> yes, no. Um, <laughs> and I had no idea what was going on. And I, I didn't see another foreigner for a week. Like, wow. I, I, I was totally just in the middle of nowhere. And they, they lied to me, you know. They said oh I was God. in Shanghai. But it was five hours away from Shanghai. It was Ew. in the middle. And then um, this guy turned up, up at my job. Okay. Um, and he was from California. And like okay. thank God for him because he kind of like tapped on it was like a glass window. He like, yeah. tapped on the window. And I was like, oh God, who's that? You know, and he came in and he just said, Are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, Where am I? <laughs> you know, and he starts laughing and he's like, Okay. He said, When do you get off work? He said, um, I'm gonna take you for dinner. Hmm. Um, I went to dinner with him and He'd, he'd been there for like seven years, you know. Wow. And he was about 20 years older than me. He was a lovely guy. Okay. And like, I just feel like he kind of saved the day. Yeah, yeah. 
and then he introduced me to other foreigners you know in the city and and it was like the best year ever but that could have been so different if it wasn't for him I think yeah it took one one person to uh to straighten your ship I guess yeah but like the foreigners were so um sort of rare there they yeah. actually found out me because everybody was like have you seen the ghost you know and Whoa. I was like, oh. yeah like people were like talking about me you were like a legend amongst the community. <laughs> like she's here, and, and then he spoke like Chinese. He spoke quite a lot of Chinese, so okay. He was like, okay, you know, where is she? And they they all knew where I worked and everything. Like it was crazy. So he wasn't like, a part of your the company that you worked for or anything. Yeah. He just found you. Yeah, they showed him. They were like, she works in there. That's crazy. That just seems so crazy to me. Yeah. It was wild. Wow. I always heard China was a little more like for the for the more adventurous type for oh, people that go work there, but I, I think I mean I I say Japan was the same level. Yeah. Same level of difficulty, you know, with language and with culture. Yeah. I think I got by my first few months because of my friends Pete and Abby. Shout out to Pete and Abby. Abby, oh. Abby studied. She's a she's a girl from uh, England. Mm-hmm. And Pete's from Pete's from England as well. And Abby studied Japanese in college or high school, I want to say. And I think she'd mm-hmm. been to Japan before for kind of a student exchange. So we we'd go out with them, and she'd kind of like be our 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 language guide at times and like kind of helping us with certain things so that really helped me get out like yeah. I, I definitely i i don't think i would have um made it too long without friends without other you know english speaking people <laughs> i really don't know what what i would have <laughs> become <laughs> No, you're right though. Like you do, in a way, you kind of have to shut them out because I feel like you need that one person, or it's usually one or two really small group of people that yeah help you kind of just you know re reassess who you are and like point you in a new place, and and they're kind of like holding your hand for a few months or weeks or however long it takes, and then I always try and do a back. To somebody else if when I see new people come and if you know you feel confident where you are then I always yeah. do back because I'm like damn it's scary like it's scary yeah the cycle kind of takes over huh like you, you become kind of the the person that helps someone else eventually yeah what's it what do you say here like pass it forward or pass it on or something yeah 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 I, that's kind of how I see it and actually that's the first time I heard that sort of quote, like saying, was from that guy. His name mm. um, was the guy from California. Okay. So he said to me, he said, pass it on, you know, when the next person comes. So I did. Even though they only came like two months after me, but I was like, hey, I know everything now. <laughs> and I, I'm a ghost lady, and you're going to be something. So, like, yeah. <laughs> That's really cool, actually. That's a really cool story. 
Yeah. And it's a it's a cool revelation too. It's it's good advice for anybody maybe thinking of going overseas. I don't know. Uh, get a make a buddy, get a friend. <laughs> yes. And find help people out. You know. Yeah. I even just an expat thing is there. I think just people can always oh they oh, look like they've got their shit together, but you just don't know what people yeah. are going to I just feel like it never hurts to say like, hey, you want to see something, hang out, can I show you this? Or, you know, you know, it's never going to go amiss, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I had a really, like, I would call it amazing thing happen to me. I think within my first couple weeks of, of living in Osaka. Mm-hmm. Um. I had met my, I was really lucky to live in a building with other like ECC people. I think they kind of set it up that way. Like, like you guys lived with, with Arthur, right? I don't, I don't know. Or had yeah. other people maybe in your building too. I'm not sure, but. Yeah, um, I think you're right. I remember I talked to a couple of people in the hallway at some point that had been there for a, a year, maybe. And, um, I came home one day from work and it was like my, maybe my first two or three uh, weeks there. It was still kind of tough, but I found in front of my doorway, a pile of Japanese to English dictionaries and like a couple of guides and stuff (laughs) like, like city guides Mm -hmm. just sitting there. I was like, wow, that is fucking really cool. (laughs) <laughs> whoever whoever loved this they they never said who they were or anything it was just a oh you, you don't know, know? I, I think it was from the, the people that i had met yeah but um i don't know it was just like a random act of kindness yeah like such a small thing that like that person probably forgot but like you still remember that yeah maybe i don't know i i think about that sometimes like yeah but had a really positive effect on me. It was like, people are good. <laughs> <laughs> people do care. Like, people are terrible. <laughs> and then other times you're like, oh, yeah, people are good. And then that lasts for a few hours. And then... <laughs> yeah. No. No, it's easy know. to be it's... negative. I mean, I, I try not to be, but. Yeah. I just blame everything on COVID now. I just feel like it's made us cynicism. Mm. I don't know. I I'm I always say I'm positive. I try to be positive, you know. Yeah. I was trying to be, but I've definitely lost a bit of luster over the past few years. Yeah, I um. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you're alone <laughs> in that sentiment. Yeah. I thought I always thought one of the good things about traveling and living overseas was that it, it's so different from maybe your home life that it I, th- I feel like it awakens something in you. I don't know. Yeah. Like I felt like I grew a lot overseas. Did you guys yeah. feel like that? Like having lived over in several different countries, like what did you feel about your experience going to different places? Yeah, I mean fundamentally different person from doing that you know and 
and it's it's you I think you experience so much that you actually find it hard to talk about when you come home. Yeah. Like when people ask, how is this place or how is this place? I don't really go too much into it. I just like, yeah, it was awesome, you know, and you give a few highlights, but mm. you can't explain the feeling of, of doing something for the first time or or just having like those thoughtful, random acts of kindness from people. Yeah. Or, you know, finally getting, learning how to say like a new sentence or, you know, using an expression that's unique to our country. And, meeting people you never meet in yeah. any other situation like it's so intense I feel it's a good word for it you can't get it from a photo or like a video or yeah kind of like anything not being there you know you have to go and experience it it's the only way to get like even a you know <laughs> it's the only way yeah. to understand it yeah and- yeah, no, you're right. And and you just don't want to be that guy of, you know, girl coming back and you're like, oh, yeah, on my travels, I was did this and this, you know, like you sound like a douchebag if you're always talking about what yeah. you've done when you're. And, and so I just generally don't do it too much. Do you think that kind of person is more of a trap, like a vacationer than a liver? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's my impression of it, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like we, I don't know if it's a big thing in the US, but like in the UK, mm. it used to be a thing anyway. Like people would go on a gap year before college. Yeah, yeah. And then they'd like come back and they'd be like, "Yo, I'm like a different person," you know, like, mm. and you just like, "You sound like a dick," you know. Um, yeah. And I, I just don't want to be that person where you just, you know, telling people all the time about being abroad so that's why I'm always like just do it just and I always say to people come see me like just pay for the plane ticket and I'll do the rest so yeah. I had quite a few friends visit over the years and I'm just so happy that they got to do that and I got to host them because hosting is like a whole different thing again because you're actually like you have to be the face of our country for a bit you know yeah and yeah and yeah so I love that yeah 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 I I got to host my my cousin came over to Osaka for a couple of weeks but I think that, like that experience made us closer just him coming and staying with me for a few days did he enjoy yes yes absolutely mm. um so it's cool being able to host a, a family member like that yeah um well that's pretty good yeah who did you who were you able to host just friends um i had some i had my mom come and then, that's so cool <laughs> yeah she actually came to china and japan okay and then i had five friends I think in total come you know across China Japan and Vietnam I think it's five okay wow yeah your friends are adventurous yeah like I mean in total we're talking like seven years okay so I mean that's still a lot of people 
and I'm so grateful they came, you know, because it's it's not it's not cheap, you know, and it's not. Yeah, yeah. I I came to understand that. I was like, why aren't people coming to visit me? Yeah. Really expensive play ticket and you know <laughs> vacation time and all that, but. Yeah, that's why I was like, you know, just for the ticket now for everything else, um, especially like in China, like. Yeah, Japan's quite expensive place. Like I don't know if you thought yeah. that way. Um, um, places, places could be certain certain places if you knew where to go. Yeah, I guess if you if you live there, you find the the places where you know find um, and China's just generally very cheap. Like if okay, really place to work and live because you can earn good money, you know, and and the living cost is quite low. Mm. So I. I love that you could do more with your money out there. Okay. So you could like, especially if you were hosting, you could do a lot more. You could do like actual, rather than just going out for the day and then like going to a restaurant, you could go to theme parks, you could go to spas, you could go to, and you weren't breaking the bank, you know, yeah. you could do all, um, a good amount of money, you know, which I thought was, was really good. Yeah, that is a great point. Like, China seems so vast to me. It almost seems like the United States because it's so big. Yeah. Like, I, I, I kind of compare the two like that, but. Which is crazy. Yeah. And uh, you're right about Japan. Like, it can be as expensive as you want it to be. Yeah. But, like, places you might take people are, can be pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I remember our favorite restaurant. We used to go on payday. Yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy expensive. It was just, I don't know. It was like we got paid. You know, we, I used to get paid pretty late at night. Okay. I don't know if you remember that or if it was the same for you. And we used to get paid at like 10 p.m. I don't, 11. I don't remember that, but we wait for a paycheck to come in. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be like, okay money is in the account and we'd like go to the restaurant at like midnight oh my god yeah. i like that about japan that you could go at midnight yeah yeah that's that's yeah. Japan, i think like they open really late for food don't they like until like three or four in the morning yeah i've done that quite a bit and it's it's really different from the united states where you're not really going out super duper late and a lot of places will will close mm -hmm. at a reasonable time <laughs> depending yeah. on where you are yeah well i mean we didn't even finish work until 10 p.m yeah yeah i probably would have hated my life if you know you couldn't do anything after work yeah i can imagine like and it, it took me an hour to commute to my school Really? So I was getting, yeah, I used to get home at like 11 p.m. Oh my goodness. I thought you guys worked like right in the city in Kyoto. Yeah, I kind of did. I, I worked in uh, in Osaka. In what? Osaka. I think you said in Osaka, the Katsuki, you know? Say you know again, I'm sorry. Katsuki. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at that on the map right now, and it's about. It's it's quite far away. It's like in that little country stretch between Kyoto and Osaka. 
Yeah, yeah. So wow. it was like 45 minutes on the train and then it was 15 minutes, say 10 minutes to get to the train station from my apartment. So it was about an hour commute. Each yeah. Way. Like, yeah, each way. What did you do on the train to, to fill your time? <laughs> um, I think I read a lot. I was reading. Yeah. yeah, you can't really do much else on the train. Like, you can't eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Like, in the UK, I do my makeup on the train, you know. Mm-hmm. But I hate waking up in the morning, so I just like, oh, I'll just get ready on the train. But that's, you can't really do that in Japan. It's quite disrespectful, isn't it, to, to do anything like that? So I just read or listen to yeah. music. I don't know. Like, did you have to commute? What? Yeah, I, I had different times, like, throughout the years. I think my worst travel times were in my last year of working. I, I was on a train about three hours a day. Oh. like in between jobs and, and whatnot mm. but it it basically like let me be able to get it back into reading and and listening to podcasts so it was actually like not, not a bad thing <laughs> yeah, good. i i think i read the most of my life and like during that time that's a really good point i i think i read a lot like i don't read even nearly as much at the moment as I used to. Yeah. Because like an hour like to each day is quite a lot of reading time, you know? Or like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't have that time in your day usually, you know. I know when you're trapped somewhere it's like being in time out and you can only do kind of nice things, good things. (laughs) You're in time out on the train for three hours or an hour or whatever. Yeah. So you would take the train in, in the UK as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I usually live in a small village, so I kind of commute to the city. Okay. Um, again, about an hour, or about 40 minutes, actually. Oh, wow. So, yeah. 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 I'm, could, mm. yeah. I'm, not, saying, uh, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. It's, Public transport is is huge, you know. In the UK, like trains, buses. Okay. And it's, it's crazy now being in the US, and it's like you don't have a car, you're not leaving the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I wanted to ask what what the UK was like. I'm wasn't sure, but. Yeah, we we rely heavily on you know like trains, buses, and um, I don't drive myself. I, I just never go around to learning. Um, mm. and again, I, I lived away for so long that I just kept saying, oh, I'll do when I come home. <laughs> so happened, yeah. Damn. Uh, I know, it's, it's really crazy. And then, like, Wisconsin or Ohio, maybe it's the same with you, I'm not sure, but you can't just, like, walk to the store. Yeah. To... If you walk, it's like a two-hour walk to go to the grocery store yeah it's it can be ridiculous yeah that's, it's, that's it's like that i feel like everywhere in the in the u.s i don't know so you you can't drive in the united states no i i can't drive anywhere can you get a bicycle <laughs> <laughs> next best thing um, <laughs> i could try 
I guess I've heard a lot of people are buying a bicycle and you can retrofit a gasoline engine, like a mini lawnmower engine on the bike. And as long as it still has pedals, it's still considered a bicycle, but it's also like a gas powered vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) No. So as long as you're not like rev it, you know, doing it in front of a cop, it's kind of okay to ride around on it without it being licensed. And that's a thing people are doing now, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. I love it. I'd love to try that. I've seen it a few times in uh, over here. Yeah. You obviously can't do it in the winter. No. Um, but if you're looking for you know to be hustling in the summertime, (laughs) (laughs) retrofit a bike. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, I know what I'm doing tonight. Googling YouTube and retrofitting a bike. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, I wish we had more public transportation here, like more widely available, easier, nicer. Have you ever, have you ever seen like the, the New York City subways? I have. I, I went to New York when I was like, I want to say 15 or 16. Okay. And I, I rode the, sub. what do you call it? The subway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did you um, think? It's, it's pretty similar to the London underground, I would say. Okay. Like, it was really packed, like loads of people. Yeah. Um, kind of a lot of lines going on and lots of people rushing around. Um I don't know, like is it still the same? Mm. It hasn't changed. I mean that was 13, 14 years ago. I don't know. I, I've actually never rode the subway in New York City, but from like videos and pictures I've seen, it just it looks so different from the the Japanese ones. Are you quite far from New York City? We are about, I want to say an eight hour drive. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. I need to look at a map sometimes. But you're in the you're in the state of New York, no? Yeah, it's so it's it's New York State, but it's it's actually really close to Ohio. It's Buffalo, New York, or near uh, Niagara Falls. That's I I mean I didn't realize New York was so long across. Yeah, people don't. I don't think it's a. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's really far. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I always thought it was quite mm. small. Um, all right, so you must be like right by the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you um do you like any? I don't know what do people do in the lake. Do they like go kayaking or canoeing? Um, there's a buffalo for a long time. Like, didn't. I feel like we didn't do enough with our waterways. There was like a ton of uh, steel factories along the the rivers. Were really bad. They polluted the shit out of Lake Erie. Mm. You know they they all kind of closed down in the past few decades. 
and now people have started um i don't know if we we started doing it but like kayaking is really popular now along uh, yeah. the, the buffalo river and uh see my upper poles as well yeah don't want to get too close to that no. <laughs> <laughs> um but the lake is fun it's it's cool living on the lake were, were you near the water at all like in your from your hometown or were you near the ocean rather yeah um uh, kind of uh, like an hour drive okay yeah and it's, it's really cool as well um it's, it's really good surf um nice where it is and yeah you you wouldn't think it like at the bottom of the uk but it's, it's quite a cool shore to be on like and there's a lot of beaches around there and yeah yeah but again we we don't have the best weather so there's only like a month or two month window in the year oh wow where you actually go to the beach and go to the sea yeah but uh, man i feel bad for you guys you you have it all there but it's like it's too cold that was my impression of the uk too that it's it's very cloudy it's, yeah it's actually such a cool place it's if you take the weather away and you put the sun there, <laughs> I think it'd be, I think everyone would be like, well, UK is so cool. You know, you got to go. But everyone just hates it because it just rains like 280 days a year. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I mean, literally, like, it's, and it's gray, you know, like, I don't mind the rain, but it's like so gray. Yeah. If only the yeah. island could sail further south, a little further south. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah, how like, north you guys are. It's crazy. Yeah, I you know I didn't even know that because um, like I thought we'd be more southern to where I guess like New York and where New York is because we yeah. don't have a so I was like we must be a lot more southern because it, it doesn't even get near the temperature that it gets to here. But yeah, mm. that's weird. Why is the Earth so weird? I don't know we have like there's weird weather around the great lakes too that's kind of a oh yeah thing i got like lake effect snow do you guys get that by you in wisconsin yeah. okay yeah i heard the term i don't know what it means i'm like yeah that lake snow i don't know what that means but I it's like it. the the wind coming off the water I don't, I don't know if some magic happens and it makes snow and then it just dumps wherever it decides to dump. Do <laughs> you guys get it specifically where you are? Because I know only certain places will get it. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Like they'll say it on the TV, you know, like we're gonna get our lake, lake snow, and yeah. Uh, and it's, I guess it's a different kind of snow. They say it's like it's more, it's it's bigger, like fluffier flakes. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not a snow expert, but apparently there are some around, and they they know the difference. Um, so yeah, it's I mean it snowed quite a lot in the last day here, which is nice <laughs> to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, you definitely want to be careful of the the lake effect. But um, oh, yeah. like you can get caught out in it really easily. Your car will get mm -hmm. stuck, and if you have a car or a bike, 
with an engine <laughs> attached to it. Um, yeah, it's really easy to get caught out and like just stuck in the roads. Yeah, yeah, I get that. There's like a a policy here, you know, like a half tank. Like everybody writes is at least a half a tank. Yeah, yeah. When so it's like two miles away, they're like, make sure your tank is half full. Oh man, I'm sure they do travel bans there too, right? Have you heard? No, what's that? Oh, yeah. They'll like if I don't know what the snow's like in Wisconsin, but if it if they're predicting like more than a foot, they'll do a travel ban. Like, please don't go out on the road, or we're gonna have to shovel your ass out. <laughs> no, that'll that'll happen here every once in a while. So when you say like, please don't go out, is it like, is it request or is it don't go out? Like don't I don't know. I don't know what they would do. It's like don't drive. Yeah. Your car's gonna get stuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's any repercussion besides your car getting stuck, but well, yeah, I guess that's enough. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Good book design, like, no. Yeah. Mm. Well. What do you say, Ken? Hello. Hi. <laughs> my um, my headphones are not the best. Oh, that's okay. I'm still kind of figuring out. Like, I didn't realize it was so difficult to try to set up a all this stuff for the podcast. In terms of mm-hmm. like the microphone and the headphones, I, it took me so long to figure out. I don't know yeah. why. I, I thought it would be easy, but <laughs> yeah. I know there's a lot to it to um get that nice crisp sound, I guess, and to uh make I don't even know how I sound. I don't know if I sound good or not. <laughs> like I think yeah, I do, but I don't I wouldn't know how to change it at all, you know? Yeah, if it didn't, then you just Yeah. Really... No, I'm I'm terrible with technology and so I don't even, I just don't, I'll do. Yeah, this is more the fact that I can like, I can talk to people. And especially yeah. like right now it's talking to like old friends and, and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate you coming on and talking to me for a couple hours here. Yeah, thank you. It's just nice to catch up. It's, it's been way too long. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Hmm. Is there anything you want to shout out or like got anything going on that you want people to know about? <laughs> um that's a great question. Um no, I guess watch this space. Like I'll let you know if something's going on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. What are your what are your guys' plans for like the next year? And I'm sorry if you mentioned that already. But, no, it's, fine. It's, it's a good question. Again, I don't know. Yeah. Um, mm. it, it, it's, a, it's either US, China, the UK, um, or somewhere totally new in London. But I think okay. we'll know soon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know Ty would probably love to speak to you as well, Tyler. 
Mm. Yeah. You guys are still in the U.S. like a year from now. We're not too far away. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't realize how close you were. Like, like by plane, yeah. by plane, it's not too far away. Well, yeah, I but, guess um, that, like, the drive is also. Yeah. Uh, but if you guys would ever <laughs> want to meet up too, I could like fly out to you guys. Yeah, I mean, we, we go to Ohio a lot because we found you there. Okay, yeah. So maybe when we can, we could extend it a few days and maybe come over to there. Let me know. Ohio is not a bad drive from where I am at all. Really? But I also, I love Cleveland. Cleveland is really, really fun. Yeah, I really like Cleveland. Okay. Hmm. Uh, we have to keep in touch over that because we, we go every few weeks, I would say. Every two weeks? No, every few weeks. Like every few weeks, okay. <laughs> it's like, damn, it's pretty consistent. <laughs> Imagine, no. Um, like we we were there uh, two weeks ago, and we're actually going this week. Okay, I guess cool. That's really short notice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going Wednesday, and we're coming back this weekend. So okay, that's freaking awesome. Let me know yeah. if you guys would ever want to meet up. I can, I would totally come to Cleveland. Amazing. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll set a date. Yeah. Cool. That'd be fun. really cool to meet up with you guys yeah. again. Yeah. You mm. Okay. Okay. Sounds awesome. Cool. Thank you, Kim. Tell Tyler I said hi. Both you and lovely to speak to you. Yeah. It was great to speak to you too. If Tyler ever wants to come on and talk too, just like, I don't know if we have each other on social media, but tell them to contact me somehow, whether it's through you or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Kim. No worries. You take care now. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.